you and welcome again to the Dementia Podcast. Today we are beginning a collection of conversations talking about the arts. It's going to help us consider the role that film, paintings, music, and in our first episode, books, can play in informing, inspiring, and shifting our thinking on dementia. We're going to be talking with authors and artists, including those who've taken to the pen, the paintbrush, or the stage who have dementia. Some of the things we want to explore is how personal and fictional representation informs challenges and at times I'm sure gets it completely wrong. I recently heard of an interview with Dame Judi Dench about playing the author Iris Murdoch and how she really agonised over representing well the experience of somebody with dementia. The Irish author Bernard McCleverty's play The Woman from the North is one familiar to me because it's about my homeland of Northern Ireland as he depicts a woman from Belfast, Northern Ireland with dementia. We hear her thoughts and ideas from inside her head as she tries to tell us what it's like as doctors seek to assess her. When I had this play performed, it left a number of doctors shaken and challenged. So let's together consider the role the arts can play in dementia. Starting the conversation today, I'm joined by the author Alex Winstanley. He is the author of many books on health issues aimed to help children understand and have conversations about important issues. But in this latest book, My Grandma Has Dementia, it's personal, as he's the real-life grandson telling the story of his grandma. So I'm really glad to catch up with Alex about why he wrote this book about his grandma, Mary Perry. Alex, this book is dedicated to your grandmother, Mary Perry. So can you tell me a bit about why you decided to write this book? I'd always wanted to write a children's book about dementia because growing up, I never fully understood dementia and the impact that it had on my grandma and also on my mom as well uh, and our family. And I just wanted to try to introduce children to the impact of dementia at an early age as possible uh, in sort of a, a soft, you know, supportive, positive and realistic way. And this was something I'd always wanted to do. And when lockdown hit last year, the first lockdown, uh, I had a little bit of time to be able to do that. And I just went for it. And uh, yeah, this this was the product of, of that. What was important to you in trying to both tell the story of dementia, but also you're, you're also telling the story of your grandmother? That's right, yeah. So I tried to tell the story of how dementia impacted my grandma in some ways. Um, obviously, there's many more, but we can't capture all of them in a, a children's book. But the idea is that this is an introduction and a, a conversation starter for children and young people with families, with teachers, with friends, about something that just isn't spoken about widely enough that um, I just saw on the news this morning, Jackie Stewart, uh, Sir Jackie Stewart was talking about his uh, foundation that he started with his wife in 2014. Um, I think it's called Race, Race to Dementia or Race Against Dementia. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, one, one in three people, uh, well, sorry, one person every three seconds globally is diagnosed with dementia. And, you know, the, the numbers are rising and, and all the time. Uh, and I feel like the best way to try to support families is by making children and young people aware of of dementia so that as they grow up they're they're fully aware of how it can impact people and how they can support family members as well and and the way that they can play a role in in helping people. What has been the experience when you've heard from people who've read the book locally? 
Yeah, quite overwhelming, to be honest. Locally, even internationally, you know, I've had people like yourselves get in touch with the, how you said the book, which is absolutely incredible, especially when it's coming from people like yourselves with so much experience in the dementia field, you know, helping to promote the book. It, it certainly gives it a lot of recognition. And, you know, it, it's just recently won a Dementia Hero Award with the Alzheimer's Society in the UK, which was just unbelievable. Um, I never thought that would happen ever. It's just something that I wanted to write to try to tell my grandma's story and, and help people to understand dementia in, in, in a positive and, and supportive way, like I say. And, you know, yeah, we've had people get in touch from across America, across the States, Australia, New Zealand, across the UK. And, you know, when people get in touch, there was talking about somebody getting in touch locally. There was a parent who got in touch uh, who said, I read this book with my four-year-old son and I wanted to try to explain to him how dementia impacts his granddad and I couldn't find a way of explaining why granddad was uh, behaving in certain ways and this book did that and we sat together and we read it we read it together and she said even at four years old she said my son called Alfie he, he cried he understood you know why granddad was feeling and, and acting in certain ways and he said but then that she said that became his favorite book and we've read it every night since and so for somebody to say that that sort of impact is that means the world. I loved the conversations that you've created with people. And I noted in particular that you've got some little tips that you need to pay attention to some of the illustrations because you've got post-it notes, which you've written cues to assist your grandma. Can you tell us some of the other stories that children and adults may have shared with you about their ideas? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's something that w that helped my grandma, you know, and we found things like big clocks and think all these little things that you learn along the way. But post-it notes was a big thing, particularly at the start of the journey uh, that we went on. And I wanted to try and get some of those little hints and tips across. And there's what I love about the way that the illustrator, Adam, has, has done some things. We, we had a lot of discussions with, around the illustrations uh, and how we can have some little subtle messages in there and some subtle key points. So on one of the pages, uh, grandma's wearing one slipper, but you can see the little boy in, in the book is he's holding the other slipper in his hand and that's very easy to say to children you know what's he got in his hand and why has he got that slipper in his hand and why might that be helping grandma and and how might that be helping grandma and and it quickly starts that conversation around even as a child how you could offer support at the same time I'm also very very passionate about not hiding children away from from these sort of topics because I know my mom as my grandma's sole carer you know, spent her entire life as long as I've been alive. Um, I've seen my grandma and my mum care for my grandma until she, my grandma passed away just before Christmas last year. Uh, and I saw my grandma care for, my mum, sorry, care for my grandma, you know, 24-7. And that, that was often very stressful as well and, and created a lot of anxiety for myself. And I know my mum wanted to hide us away from that and take everything on board like lots of uh, soul carers do uh, for relatives and I'm sure lots of people can can empathize with that but you know I, I always wanted my mum to speak about dementia and, and the experiences and, and her own feelings as well and to try to look after herself and um, this is again this this is what cultivated in, in, in this book all, all these little things that I suppose I'd grown up with. I suppose it's one of the other things I would say to people listening is that, of course, you've made this a passion because the amount of books, and I know you've got a, a new one coming out uh, very soon, that are yeah. allowing those conversations to happen. You're really hitting the nail on the head is how do we get people to talk about something that, you know, isn't easy to start the conversation and where somebody may well uh, be carrying a lot of burden. So uh, I can really relate to what you're saying about your mum. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's right. And you know, there's little hidden things again with the illustrations that you know when when I've been taking the book into schools and um, and we've been doing reading with with children and we've been doing some intergenerational reading as well between children and and uh, care home residents, which has been fantastic in an online format, which has been amazing. And um, watching the the questions that the children ask of the of the residents and vice versa has been absolutely wonderful. And yeah, some of the hidden things in the illustrations, for example, there's you know there's a, a character in the background on the phone at one point to the doctor. There's a, a the same character is then uh, helping to cook a meal in the background later on in the book. And at no point does that say that that's the mum character. That could be an auntie. That could be that could be a, a carer, paid or unpaid. But they're the conversations that you know have been happening because of that. So I've been saying, well, who could that be? And, and they're the suggestions that come up with children. And we talk about, well, how can they offer support to grandma and, and the family? And yeah, there's a lot of conversations that snowball out of that. And it's exactly that. It's it's starting those conversations. It's so so critical. I believe that uh, we start these conversations with children and young people about dementia and about these other topics in in the other books as well. Alex, has the book created any stories you've heard from children about how it's helped them talk about their grandparents with dementia? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's been one or two times where there's there's been a, a young child or a young person in, in class and they've said, my grandma had dementia or my grandpa had dementia, whoever it was. I remember one little boy recently who said that um, his granddad had dementia and he said that we used to play lots of games because uh, in the book it mentions playing games. And uh, we talk a lot about when when children do, when we do a question and answer, you know, I'll get asked, well, what's the most important thing that you think we should do to help people living with dementia? And I always say personally is to involve them in, in anything that you can, is to involve them in things like games and just to keep the brain active and stimulated. And that's something we learned with my grandma. But this little boy said that they used to play lots of games with granddad. And I said, that's fantastic because, you know, not only do you get the enjoyment out of playing the games with your granddad, but it's keeping your granddad's brain active and stimulated. And that is so, so critical. And just to tell a quick story, I mean, uh, for our experiences, my grandma lived on her own for most of my life growing up. And she was she was safe at home, arguably. She'd watch a lot of television uh, and she would always ring sort of six, seven, eight times in an evening to tell you what was on TV, um, as, as I'm sure a lot of people, again, can empathize with. It got to the point where she would start to have falls uh, and she then lived with us for for a couple of years in our family home and again she was very very safe but it's only looking back that we realized that actually even when she was living with us she wasn't stimulated enough she wasn't active mm-hmm. enough uh, she was happy and safe from what we saw but it was only when she moved into a, a local care home that actually you know and I was like absolutely terrified of that happening um, and there's been a, a lot of guilt that people can empathize again with. Uh, my mum, I still think to this day, even feels a slight amount of guilt. But it was mm-hmm. the best thing that ever happened because I remember I walked into the care home the first week my grandma lived there. And it was very, very scary because of everything that you see on the media. And this is why I think that the media needs to portray positive examples of care homes like like I've done in the book uh, rather than negative. Yeah. But I walked in and my grandma was watching England playing the football, playing, playing the soccer and She'd never watched football before and she had she had flags, hats, and they were all having a great time and I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm so, so passionate about making sure that we keep, you know, people living with dementia as active and as stimulated as possible. Can you tell me if there's anybody listening who has a book or a story in them, what did you learn through this process from your point of view? Yeah, great question. I think to be honest, I just went went for it and really enjoyed writing about 
my experiences and my grandma's experiences and, and our family's experiences. What I would say is that someone, if someone has a story to tell, that is your story and that is so, so important. And if you've got lived experience of something, for me, particularly this day and age and at the moment, there's nothing more powerful than your story. There's nothing more powerful than your experience. You might not think it's important, but it is. Uh, people people don't have the experience that you have. So, you know, tell your story in the best way that you see fit. And in this sense, I wanted to do it in a way that was engaging for children. So using rhyme, uh, with, you know, with illustration as a picture book. And that's the way I felt most comfortable with. But, you know, find the, the best way that you feel comfortable with, be it a a podcast, a video, a vlog, a blog, a book, an instruction manual, whatever it may be, and just try to get your thoughts out there because I think you'd be surprised at how much people might take from them. Alex, I have to admit that the book was even more powerful because it was about your grandma, Mary, and that really shines through and allows people to connect to the fact that it's about your passion as well. I know you've written other books, but that conversation that's created has greater depth because it is your grandma. So I so much appreciate the story you've shared and the fact that she's sharing her story with us. Thank you so much for taking part in the Dementia Podcast and thank you for not just this book, for all of the amazing books that you produce because I, I think they're all about knowing the person and starting the conversation. So it's such important work and I really appreciate it. And it's no surprise you won that award. No, no, thank you. I, re- I really appreciate it. It was definitely a surprise to me. No, I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm just very, very passionate about creating that awareness for, for children, for young people, starting that conversation around person-centered care and how important that is, you know, and how anyone can provide person-centered care, you know, even even as a child, there's so, there's so much you can do to, to help. And I just think the more we start these conversations with children and young people and families, and um, we bring families together, the better support and better person-centered support we can provide for people living with dementia and other long-term health conditions. And, you know, like, like you touched on, the, the other books around have been around, you know, cancer and Tourette's and uh, cerebral palsy, which is coming up now. The second one was on depression, and they're all things that I, I've seen in my family with friends. So we they'll, they'll affect everyone world, worldwide. So I just think it's so important that we, we have these conversations. Absolutely. Thank you, Alex, for joining us today. Thank you. It's been fantastic for you to kick off these conversations about how through the written word we share and create conversations about dementia. One of the greatest pleasures of the podcast program is the ability to hear and share stories like yours. As always in our show notes, we'll connect you with Alex's great book and all of his other work. And again, we'd love to hear your feedback and indeed your ideas on people's authorship that you think we should hear. As always, hello at dementiacenter.com. Bye for now.